Welcome to Maybe Don't, a variety show with conversations and comedy. comedy. This week on the show, Song talks about his trip to China. I talk about my trip within America. And we talk about us tripping over ourselves. Kevin. Song. Wow. We did it. <laughs> We're here. 2020. 2020. Um, all right, let's start off strong with some opening monologue jokes. We're starting off the decade strong with our strongest material yeah. monologue jokes. Hell yeah. All right, Kevin. What is this year's favorite television program? 2020? No, it's a session. Because <laughs> it's good. <laughs> okay, I'll follow you up with this one. 2020 begins on the brink of nuclear war. Um, 2019, you up? Different directions. Yeah. All right, well. Same game, different directions. Yeah. Do you think people, like, I feel like, and I don't mean to brag, there might there might have been, like, a few people, maybe my parents or your parents who sure. really missed the show, and then immediately upon listening to these th- first 30 seconds, like, Felt just like, okay, that's enough, and then turned it off. And got it. Got it. Okay. My mom brought up the <clears throat> the podcast um, oh, no. when I went home <laughs> and said, you know, I think some of the stories, <laughs> I don't know. That's not how I remember them. <laughs> and then I was oh. like, I don't know. I, I think I'm being pretty honest. And she's like, I know. But and she actually said, I wish I could like call. Oh, that like, would be wonderful. Call in and be like, um, that's not how I remember that. I think we just got a new segment. <laughs> um, but anyway. Collins. <laughs> moseying in mm-hmm. to our first segment, Conversations with Yusung featuring Kevin. Kevin. Hi. I went to see family in China over break. Huge trip. Huge trip. How long's the flight? It's like 12 hours or something. Wow. Something crazy. I played a lot of Sudoku on cool. the on the plane screen. Um so, just some general thoughts. Yeah. Boy, is it different. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little different than here. So, I first visited my dad's side of the family, mm-hmm. and he grew up in the countryside, in like a, I guess you could say like central southern China, and I think in no means is his, uh, I, I by no means is that standard of living bad. Yeah, but I think if you showed it to the majority of Americans, and you especially if you calculated like uh, how much everyone's yearly income is in US dollars as opposed to uh, yen. Yeah. Like people would be like, I think the majority of people would be like, oh, that's impoverished. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, but honestly, like it's like a very farmlandy area. And hmm. I built a lot of character because the bathrooms are outdoors. Yeah. Like they're like, and that's where you would write your characters. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and this is a mailman <laughs> who never gets any mail. <laughs> I'm writing that down for next week's episode. <laughs> um, and so, like, if, for example, you wanted to, if you woke up during, like, the night at 2 a.m., yeah. it's the dead of winter, and you wanted to use the restroom, you have to put on all, all the layers, yeah. go outside, use the restroom, make peace with your personal God, and mm-hmm. then come back inside, take off all the layers. Was it really cold there? It was really, really cold. Mm. The heater was not working. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, it was really nice to see family. Yeah. It was nice to talk to my cousin. Um, in 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 uh, in uh, Chinese, 
Um, this is not what this podcast is for. But in Chinese, like the the word for cousin, like everyone has a specific thing that you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's like your uncle on your mother's side, like that's called a different thing than your uncle on your father's side. Um, Got it. But uh, she's like a year older than me, and the way that I would like call her is the same that I would say like it's basically older sister. And so it's like this like oh interesting yeah it's as if God was sorry. If I may be so traumatic. <laughs> it's as if God... You're a big man. Yeah, the, the big G. Hashtag religion. Yeah, hashtag maybe no. Um, was teasing me with like, oh, you want to be not alone for just a brief week with someone that you can call, you know, a sibling? Yeah. And I was like, oh, very funny, big G. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Listen to me laugh. <laughs> but it was... Support us on... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anchor.fm. <laughs> But it was really nice to have that kind of relationship where it was just like, oh, this is like fairly unconditional and we're just hanging out. Yeah. Um, I am I am assuming just based off of my own experience uh-huh. with peop- relatives that don't live close to me that yeah. you guys aren't that close. We are not that close. Sure, yeah. yeah. And so we had like- So it's a, like hanging out with a stranger. Yeah, yeah. But like every three or four years, like I would go back and we would talk. Yeah. Um, and this time, like my Chinese has not improved, but I just became- more confident, aka like if you were to take a number line of confidence, I'm still in the negatives, but just less negative. Sure. <laughs> and so I was able to articulate a little more freely and we talked about like dating and like um et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um our our living situation. What's dating in China like? Um it's it it's very complicated because and this is something that I wanted to say for a big old reveal, but not really. So Sorry, and I brought it up at minute four. <laughs> so for my entire life, I thought that everyone in my family wanted me to marry like a Chinese person eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and stop sliding in my DMs <laughs> if you if you you know who you are. <laughs> stop sliding. No slide zone. Yeah, no, no sliding. Uh, no one. I just want to make it clear that no one has ever. Okay. Um, with that intention anyway. Uh, Four people just went, <laughs> challenge accepted. Um, but anyway, yeah. I asked my my cousin, my older sister cousin. Yes. Um, hey, like if I married an American person, what do you think our, what do you think? You know, our grandparents would say on my dad's side, and she was like, they could be fine with it. They're mm-hmm. super open minded. Yeah. And like, to be honest, there's so many like rules and customs and like financial obligations to marrying someone in China. Like, you have to, like, there's just so many rules and yeah. like uh, things that it's like, oh, yeah, just it doesn't really matter. And then I asked the same to my grandparents on my mother's side, and they were both like, marry an American. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. They, like, they want you to? Yeah. They were like, it's way too complicated. Don't do that. Interesting. Like, just marry an American. And I think, like, I asked my parents, and I still think that they, surprisingly, I think that deep down they want me to marry a Chinese person. Yeah. But the rest of my family does not like, give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so. That was interesting to learn. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. Um, I if you look at the waveform of this episode, it is just me talking. It's just a downward arrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's our numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what? How long were you on your dad's side there for? Like a week? Or? I was there <clears throat> for half a week, so like three and a half days. Got it. And then I w- traveled to an urban area, uh, my mom's side of the family, 
How yeah. far is that compared to your dad's side? It was like a hour and thirty minute flight. Um, so okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Um, and then that I just spent like a lot of time like buying gifts and like my grandparents and my mother's side raised me, so it was like okay, I'm down to chill. Yeah. Um, uh, my cousin, aka my little brother cousin, <laughs> <laughs> um, is cool. He's good at piano. Um, nice. We hung out. He's I on Twitch. Yeah, he's on Twitch. He's giving you notes. I know. You're always playing minor progressions. I think it's like a metaphor. Um, and he's like uh, 11 or 12, and and so that's cool. Uh, basically, I'm just learning about what ch- children are like uh, in China. And uh, this is all to say, like, the food. Yeah. Like, how well you can eat for literally two U.S. dollars if you translate it into like 14 uh, like RMB mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Might even add redonkulous <laughs> because like it, it is just like the quality of food and the ease which you can get it, it. It really does feel like magic because like the rest of it, the area would seem like not, you know what I mean? Not yeah, that yeah. affluent, but the quality of food does not show that at all. That's and really like cool. in an urban area, all these like high rises it's like wild to think that um, every one of those apartments probably has like a kick-ass meal, like yeah. at least once, like a week, if not daily. Yeah. Like, and so that was cool. Um, goodbyes were hard, but <laughs> <laughs> but the entertainment industry doesn't stop, baby. And so I'm back. Hell yeah, yeah. So is it ten days total? It was like ten days total, yeah. I'm very excited about like being able to that you were able to connect with like a cousin, yeah, um, for like a good quality amount of time, yeah, especially someone who you don't see that often and kind of are able to say like, so like, what are you doing and <laughs> how is your life and are you okay and yeah, um, for sure. So you talked a lot about uh, dating. Were, were there any other memorable conversations? Um, it was it was that it was like. Um, she asked me a lot of questions about what I do and I was like, I just get food for people. And, um, oh, my grandpa on my mother's side called me a beta. That was interesting. <laughs> um, he was like, he was you like, guys we're playing Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're kind he, of a beta. <laughs> Why are you saving your block? Like just square pieces. Um, so he said to me, and he basically like raised me, like we we hung out all the time when I was a child. And by hung out, I mean he took care of me. Yeah. Um, but he was like, you know, towards one of the latter days, like, hey, hey, like I've noticed that you have a problem, and I don't think any, like I don't think your parents are gonna say it. Like, can I say it to you? Out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I, no- we were talking about dating. He gave me a lot of dating advice. Um. And I was like, sure. And he yeah. was like, and he, he's saying this in Chinese. He's saying this in Chinese. I mean, yeah. I can understand like most of it. And then yeah. he says, like, I've noticed that you something, something, something that I don't understand. So I asked my mom, like, hey, mom, like, what does this mean? <laughs> and she, hey, everyone, come here. <laughs> and and she was basically like, it basically means you're not enough of a man. And I was like, huh. And to be honest, like, in my grandpa's eyes, like for sure, like you know what I? Oh, totally. Like, yeah. like no question. Like, yeah, there's like an alpha thing. Okay. Yeah, if you yeah, are yeah. masculine, then you are a good man. Right. My arms can fit through 
couch cushions like yes, like yeah. you know what i mean uh-huh. locks of a doorknob yeah <laughs> um and he like when he was younger he worked literally re- repairing like fighter jet holy shit engines so like people's lives were in his hands yeah. and like he worked with and his hands them, and he could pick them up and he could pick them up <laughs> And um, he never saves his square pieces. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's always on the offense. Yeah. And and so I think... What was your response? Yep. I just said, yep. Yeah. Because what am I going to do? Well, in a heteronormative, like, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, and I was like, well, I know, like, no one's technically right or wrong here. It's yeah. just a matter of opinion. And I'm I'm going to keep, you know, doing my thing, which is... Being very soft, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, what the haters would call a soy boy for sure. <laughs> um, and some of the lovers, and some of the lovers stop sliding in my DMs. <clears throat> um, but that was interesting, that was like a good wake up call. Basically, I'm gonna start exercising, but only a little. But that doesn't mean he's right, you know. Like, I know, I don't know. I'm not gonna take that advice, however. Well, here's what can I just say really quick, yeah. What uh, bothers me about it is he's. It sounds less observational and more of a critique. Like, yeah, if it was like observational, sure. But if it's like this is why you're not good at dating, then that's like, well, that's not fair. You know what I mean? For sure. And like, and I, I love taking down your grandma. <laughs> and I wish I could. And, say a this nice man who I've never met. <laughs> um. Please stop dragging him on handbook. Um, uh, this is just like you saw his <laughs> Mitra Johari. He's like, what is happening right now? Uh, um, and because it was so like culturally removed. Yes, even that's though, a huge part. Yeah, even though I'm like a sensitive little <clears throat> pin cushion, uh-huh. I was able to let that roll off my back Good. very easily being like, you know, I'm okay. Like, mm-hmm. I've gone on dates. People seem to be okay with this. Like, can I share a similar story please. of, of uh, someone critiquing my. Please. So I went home for the holidays, um, and uh, Leah and I got drinks with two people who I'm friends with. And Leah is your significant other. You are dating. She's just my girlfriend. We are dating. Uh-huh. And um, one of them, my friend Chris, who I've talked to you about before, mm-hmm. another is like a, another friend who. Um, we were closer in high school, the three of us, and then ha- are not as close today. Mm-hmm. It's weird that your best friend wasn't there. <laughs> you. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, we try to FaceTime you, but you were busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting called a beta. The rings are like weaker. <laughs> um, but I ordered a drink, like a lighter, uh, um, what was it? A lemon rattler, which is like kind of a citrusy beer. Yeah. And my friend, great. who t- it, it was delicious, <laughs> um, who takes a lot of pride in his masculinity. Yeah, Scott Ackerman. When he, yeah, it was Scott. Um, when the waiter gave us the beers, my friend was like, uh, uh, "Why didn't you just order a white claw? Do you know what a white claw is? It's, it's like, like hard like, seltzer. Yeah, it's like a lighter citrusy yeah. drink." Um, that also sounds good. No, but yes, it was. But he, it was definitely like a dig yeah. of like, why don't you drink this like lady beer? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and unlike yourself, I could not let it. Uh, yeah. No, I, that's I, different. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and well, I think part of it too was he waited for the waiter Ugh. because the waiter burst out laughing. Ugh. And then my friend Chris said, "Like, why did you say that?" And yeah. he was like, "Well, the waiter found it funny." And I was like, "Oh, he waited because you knew, yeah, because you knew that none of us would find it funny." Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he waited for the bartender to come over, right? Who who might have been faking the laughter, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, I will say, it didn't seem like he was faking it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, and I had this happen later in the week as well, uh-huh. um, in a different scenario where I'm just like, man, I cannot <laughs> let things just roll. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that was an interesting night because he then asked to come over at like midnight, like after we were right. um, signing the bill and everything, like getting our the check. And I was like, no, it's it's like 12.15. Like, yeah. Leah and I are going to bed. I got I'm, an appointment with a White Claw in my home, brah. Exactly. I'm really dragging him in this story, and I feel kind of guilty about it. But so then Chris drives us home, uh-huh. and his car's in the driveway. And he's like, hey, um, I don't think I should drive home. Is it cool if you wait with me for a minute while, like, my brother and sister pick me up? I'm like, Sure. We wait outside for like five minutes, and, uh-huh. and then he calls his brother, who he texted, and was like, "Hey, man, did you get my text? Are you gonna pick me up?" And you hear his brother on the other end go, "What? No, no!" It clearly, like woke him up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Can you and our sister pick me up? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't drive home." And he's like, "Yeah, uh, she's like in the shower, so like in a bit." Okay, cool. And then he hangs up, and then looks at me, and is like. Uh, yeah, so they're going to be a little bit. And it's like 30 degrees outside. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I guess we'll go inside. Which is like, the, uh, which was the one thing that I said, like, hey, I don't want anyone to come yeah. over. I want to go to bed. Right. So we're inside. And then, so him, Leah. This is like us, except. Yes. <laughs> except them. Yeah. Um. So the three of us go downstairs. Wait, uh-oh. <laughs> Them, this uh, is like, mm, <laughs> um, this is like no exit. The the French existentialist play. There we go. Found That's it. A, yeah, there we go. Oh boy. Okay. Anyway. So we go downstairs, have a drink, and then he starts to tell me about how PC culture is running. Ah! For like ten minutes, I'm just kind of po- being polite. Right. However. Leading up to this, he has insulted me a few times. Yeah. Um, and then I pull a pure maybe don't move. Hell yeah. And go, well, as someone who works in comedy. Oh, woo! And then I saw you in, like, yeah! in the reflection of the TV, <laughs> like, wink. Ding. And he... Rightfully so. Immediately went, oh, you work in comedy. Okay. And I said, yeah, I do, man. Yeah. This is all I do. This is my whole life. Right. Um, and then uh, later in the conversation, when it got to politics, he started to cry. Really? Yes. He was pretty drunk. Uh-huh. But the like, va- but her emails, <laughs> like that kind of crying. But this country used to mean something. Yeah. Um. And Leah was just looking at me like, what the fuck is happening right now? Um, And then the very like curb your enthusiasm of this was as he was crying, his phone was vibrating. His brother and sister were in the driveway. And 
it took everything in my being to not interrupt his crying and be like, hey, man, your ride's here. Uh-huh. And so I just watched the phone ring over and over again. You're a better person. Cried. I tried. Um, yeah. And then he left. I gave him a big hug goodbye and just looked at Leah like, wow, 2.30 a.m. Uh, it was nuts. But similar to the story with your grandpa, it was like, it's it's weird having conversations with someone who you know, like, how do I have this conversation with someone who I know that, like, is just a completely different human being than I am? Yeah. Um, because I want to, like, say my opinion, and I did, say my right. opinions and my beliefs, but also knowing, like, you will never change. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, nothing I, I said. I mean, it was productive and interesting, but it was just funny how having those conversations where you're just like, yep, I guess I'm just going to accept this. Um, that story like proves you have the patience of a saint. I think you're, you're better at it than I am of like, I would have picked up his phone and been like, here you go. Like I would have answered the phone. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming up right now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, especially if someone insulted me, like I'm petty as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) We're we're petty little bitches. (laughs) I want to hear more about China, though. I, I didn't want to... Can I, can I absolutely meander further away from China to offer you this story instead? Please, please. <laughs> Speaking of, like... I'd, this story shares a lot in common with, uh, with what you just said, but I, I once broke up with someone in college um, and in, in, like offered to drive them home after. Yeah. Like they, I think they broke up with me and I offered to drive them home after. Yeah. Because it was cold outside. Yeah. And you're a super nice guy. Yeah. In retrospect, I was like, why did I do that? Not because I regretted it or whatever. And then, like, here's why I'm not the hero of that story. I then, like, told, not like. You realize you were driving her to her new boyfriend's house. <laughs> Who's that guy? And then I, like, parked outside and He's saw strong. them making out and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like laughing at me. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not even cold out. <laughs> um, but then here's the part where I'm not the hero because it's like I told jokes about the breakup like um, at a stand-up thing a few weeks later. Yeah. And it wasn't like I revealed salacious details, but still it was not cool to like – truly like no one – no one knew if you just watch the video right now, like no one would have a clue. Sure. However, everyone in the audience like had some like idea. This was at your college campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like that was like a I regret that for sure. This is all to say I am a beta and but I'm it's okay with but it. But it's tough because you got dumped, then you went out of your way to be nice and then you might have like that's kind of like a, a way of processing it is go like wait, I had no power in this situation. And then by like talking about it or even like kind of poking fun at it in stand-up is kind of your way of being like, hey, I want some of the power back in this. I can see the uh, like the emoji- emotional logic of that tracks 100%. I wish I still like Oh, had, for sure. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I like, should say, I'm not saying it's <laughs> a good thing. Right, right, right. Um, I see why you did it. Yeah, wake up America. Um. Yeah. So anyway, China. That was like I, I to, like we just like went shopping. I bought like a bunch of I bought a bunch of like gifts for people. Yeah. Um, 
that are still sitting in my apartment, uh, just collecting dust at the moment. Um, uh, what kind of gifts are we talking? We're talking cool edible things. We're talking Whoa. not a lot of clothes. We're talking edible clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just mostly snacks and stuff. And yeah, that was so. That the was, food was amazing, though. The food was incredible. Yeah, and um, I every time that I go back to China, I was like. Man, this is gonna suck because like I have no one to talk to. I have no agency. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, I I literally have no privacy. Like I'm sleeping in the same room with my parents, mm-hmm. and I'm just hearing them late at night being like, "I listened to Maybe Don't, and it was a fucking disaster." <laughs> the monologue jokes were actually good this week, but they didn't really uh, get better from there. <laughs> I actually unsubscribed. <laughs> I was supporting under an anonymous account just so that they'd have a secret ending, but I think I have the bullet. Yeah. And so, uh, but every time it's like, like the reality check aspect of it was like nice. Yeah. As in like, hey, maybe it really does feel like, you know, like a first world problem. Like, you know how like, if anyone said the words first world problem to me, I'd probably roll my eyes. Sure. Or if anyone ever non-ironically said the phrase back in my day, I would roll my eyes. Sure. However... Like the the grain of truth and all of that of like comparing your life to the lives of your family. Yeah. That I will not roll my eyes at. Well, the funny thing too is if you were to say uh, back in my day. <clears throat> I played Tetris. Back in my day, the first world problems. You're rolling your eyes twice, which kind of bring you back <laughs> to zero. Welcome to Lowercase Comedy Theater. So... How long have you been a songwriter? Um, I, I'm coming up on 12 years. Okay, I'm coming up on five years. So it's cool. Like, okay, yeah. It's like a new thing for me, and I'm really excited to be at this. Summit. That's awesome. You yeah. went to Berkeley, right? School of Music. Yeah, and that's I was, really cool. I wish I went there. I, I mean, like, I don't. I know you didn't ask this, but I graduated at the top of my class. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's like one of the best schools in the whole country. So Thank you, you must be really good. Um, but I'm sure that you've done, you know. You've had some major accomplishments. Yeah, I actually, I didn't go to college, but I I got into songwriting like right after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I've been, I've been writing songs for like 12 years. Well, you know what I've always, well, you know what I've always said, you know, you don't pick songwriting, songwriting picks you. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I got. It kind of picked me in a weird way. I got hit by a bus, but it was a slow bus. It was, go- it wasn't going too fast. And then when I got up, I saw that it said songwriting, like uh, it was an advertising, advertisement for songwriting school. Did you get hit by one of the famous Philly songwriting buses? <laughs> yeah, that's like covered in foam, yeah. basically. I mean, it was a miracle because <laughs> I thought I was going to get really hurt. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, one of the famous Philly songwriting buses uh, right. hit me. Um, so, but yeah, that's how I got into it. Well, I know we just met mm-hmm. and this is crazy. But call me maybe. I helped her write that. It's annoying that she didn't give me any credit, wow. but I get it. She was, she's, you know, young. I guess I must have missed that when I was studying so much to graduate at the top of my class. <laughs> um, but yeah. can I can I run some song ideas? Yeah. By you, please. Okay. Um, and you know, I can take it. I can take the criticism. Okay, good. Um, oh, you said that a little. Sorry. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not used to working with musicians that are willing to take the criticism. Oh, I see. It's Pro- comforting. Well. It's. Have you worked with a lot of comedy podcasters? <laughs> One. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's a song. Yeah. Sunday morning. 
it is Sunday. Okay, I want to stop you right there. Yeah. I think we hit the same note twice. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm not speaking melodically. Uh-huh. Um, so are you just, t- you're just kind of t- uh, tweaking the, uh, you're just kind of adjusting the uh, Maroon 5 song? Yeah, Sunday morning. But, uh-huh. you know, all the music's been done already. Um, uh, we learned that at Berkeley. And so it's um. just, <laughs> so I'm just taking, well, here, here, uh, I'll give you another one. Um here, here's uh, here's another one. This is this might remind you of Kanye West stronger. No, 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 that that don't kill me. Will certainly not kill me. Thank you for telling me before you sang it too, of what song it well, is. Well, like it's like I don't want to have to pretend. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say I yeah. actually do like you saying. You should say before the right when the song starts. Say this might remind you of. Because I think then the audio, the listener is on your side. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's that's really good feedback. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that's so surprising. Maybe that- you should put a joke in there too. Uh, okay. Well, here we go. Um, this song is um, Narles Barkley cr- crazy. Yeah. And I'm not. Um, th- this isn't an autobiography. Uh huh. That was the joke. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's I remember good. when. I remember, I remember, it was a memory. <laughs> How was that? I, I objectively really like this stuff. It's, uh, it's hard to critique. You've taken off your lanyard. I know you're serious. Yes. Um, well, it's not a lanyard. It's a necklace. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just, well, it is, it's a, like a, a lanyardy. It's actually like commenting on lanyards. <laughs> but I really like how we... Um, we're definitely standing out from the crowd. Uh-huh. We're kind of doing like delicate covers. We're like you uh-huh. obviously have your own spin on it, your right. own your own angle. Would you say genius? We're genius adjacent. Uh-huh. If genius is next door, then we're on the other side of the street. Maybe that maybe that should is be a Is it lyric. a big street? Uh it's a cul-de-sac. Okay. Well, here here's another song, and I will introduce it with a joke. Okay. This is from this is seasons of love from rent this is like seasons of love from rent okay and i am not a landlord 525,600 numbers <laughs> okay you these are good what, where should we go where do you think we should go from here i mean sometimes as a teacher I have to like you know right ask the student what they what they feel right and keep in mind that I don't need any teachers because I learned everything at Berkeley and I've already finished my education. Yes, the second one felt like a slight. You lo- you looked away when you said the second part. Sorry, it's my first time at a songwriter, so I'm really nervous. I can tell. Yeah. Um. Well, basically, like I don't have any contracts with any major labels yet. Okay. And I would like that because I think it would help my career very much so. Hmm. So maybe we should kind of like vision board it and just like have a song called like Contracted. Ooh. Like I started from the bottom. Now contract me. I started at the bottom. It was it was at the bottom. Yes. Similar to the Sunday morning. We're really just we're really sticking mm-hmm. the, the point. How about like, um, hmm, contracted? Any song that's related to contracted? Um, we didn't start the fire. 
It was someone else. It wasn't me who started it. How about everything in its right page? Oh. Radiohead. Mm. And like the page is the contract. Uh, this song is called Everything in Its Right Page, parentheses, and the page is the contract. Which is kind of like Radiohead. Yes. I didn't know. I didn't go to Berkeley. I did. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations with Kevin, featuring Yusan. Yes. Part two My Break. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how was your break? I. Did not go to China. Uh, um, Leah, uh, Leah and I, I know. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, it's impossible to, be, to eat other. vegan in China. I was one, I should. <laughs> was going to ask you that. It's like easier to eat vegetarian, but like e- even so, it's still really, really dairy. difficult yeah. to eat vegetarian. I heard that the fashion is amazing in China. It was. Like the street fashion is really cool. I think I wasn't in the right places, but I can believe that. Yeah. Like I, I would want to see those blogs too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Leah and I went to Pittsburgh for three and a half days, where the her family key. is, uh, and then Chicago, where my family is, for big three C. and a half days. <laughs> PC baby, um, and it was uh, exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a lot of fun. We got to Pittsburgh and went to over the course of the three days four parties, where each party averaged like. 30 to 40 people besides the first one. And by Christmas, which was the fourth party at like nine o'clock, I took a shower as everyone was like playing games and drinking. And then, well, before I took a shower, they were like, wait, are you going to bed? I was like, nope, just taking a shower. And they're like, cool. And then I got out of the shower and went, okay, good night, everyone. (laughs) And they were like, you were hosting this one? No, this was after the party. They came back uh, to Leah's family's place to like kind of play some games and have more fun. This one event, this one night sounds exhausting. This was like part two of the one night. Yeah. yeah it was it was pretty draining. I mean, it was, I will say, like fun and everyone was like really nice and cool. Mm-hmm. So there was never at any point like Bad things happening or like shitty conversations. Um, it so was, not like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was the anti maybe don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like watching Leah and she was like uh, did the same thing with my family. And I think there's just people who have partners in their lives who are just very good at conversations. Her ability to just talk to anyone is like an, an Olympic sport to me. <sighs> That's so cool. And – it was just funny how like the conversation would then shift over to me and they'd be like, and what's new, Kev? And I'd be like, yeah, you know, uh, man, pretty warm out. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, does anyone need a, a drink, a beer? I would go have one. That's and I'm like, like if someone passed you a basketball and like you put it under your shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like, now it's a football or, or my stomach. Right. Um, I uh, I feel like I'm, I get worse at conversation every year. Like I thought I was pretty good at it, and then I moved to LA and just got worse at talking to mm-hmm. people. So what are you working on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like nothing that you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I just want to keep echoing that they were all really cool and it was really fun. It was just four parties was just exhausting. Yeah. Um. They're also really good at not sleeping. <laughs> wow. Um, well, they just like can 
function off of like five hours of sleep. So they would like go to bed at two, get up at like 6.30 or seven, and then just be fine. What? Where I'm like, I can't, I need eight hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were there for three, four days. And then the day after Christmas went to um, Chicago. Uh, one thing I want to say about Pittsburgh too that I really enjoyed was Leah's sister had a baby this year who Congrats. was the cutest fucking baby in the whole world. Let's go. And I was like, man, it's unbelievable how much a baby sparks joy. Yeah. Just the moment the baby entered the room, who she is now 11 months old. So she kind of has like a little personality now and isn't just like, she's also a great baby and doesn't cry that much. And Mm -hmm. when she does, it's for five seconds and then she stops. And that was just so fascinating because it's like, I haven't, I don't know. None of my cousins have had babies in a bit. I haven't really been around babies in a while. You're around me every week. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> kind of an emotional baby. <laughs> um, it's just such a stupid thing to say out loud, but it was just no, like, man, babies fucking rock <laughs> um, and are so fun and make you so happy. Um, so that was really fun. Then we went to Chicago, and then I talked about it a little bit in your segment, but I hung out with two friends. And then we went to uh, my sister's place, who just moved in, into the city mm-hmm. um, with her boyfriend, from uh, who's from Italy, who I met for the first time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been dating for a year and a half, mm-hmm. but I've only been home like two, maybe three times in that. Not enough where it's like I would see this person. Um and he was super cool and super nice. He gives these subtle insults to my family that make me so happy that I think are- Can you uh, say them on air? Oh, absolutely. Um, that I don't know if it's like he doesn't realize. Uh-huh. I, I think he does, and I hope he does. <laughs> but my mom's side- is a hundred percent Italian, so that explains your fiery personality. <laughs> yes, and why I bring the spaghetti everywhere I go. Um, but Ugh. they take all, you know, like a lot of Italians, a lot of pride in it, and mm-hmm. a lot of holidays are with you know a lot of different pastas and what have you. Sounds great. It is. So then, this was the first time where someone from Italy. <laughs> Was there. Yeah. So my mom's side was so excited. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of, um, so what do you think of this, Antonio? And like giving him the plate. Yeah. And he said, which made me so happy. And he he really punched the first word. He was like, yeah, it's it's good American Italian. Oh. Oh. And so I think they gave him a lot of food and, and drinks with the implication of tastes like home, right? <laughs> and he just politely he politely responded, uh, "Yeah, this is like American Italian." Mm-hmm. Um, that made me really happy. He called my grandma Nona, and I think she like fainted. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to uh, their. We saw their place. Mm-hmm. It was really great. And yeah, and that was that was really it. I mean, it was just a lot of traveling. And then this past week, this episode comes out Monday, the previous week, we were able to, because no one was recording, everyone was just kind of working from home this week. Mm-hmm. This has felt 
more of a more like a vacation yeah. than any vacation I have yeah. gone on in five years. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a few different, you know, traditional vacations in the last few years, but there was just something about being home, answering a few emails, and then being like, what do I want to do today? Oh. That I was like, what is the sensation? Yeah. You know so what I mean? Sudden and new. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> That's Wicked's popular, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, this tingly sensation. But it made, you know, I kind of like, la- I wouldn't say laugh at, but like when people are uh-huh. like, I'm doing a staycation, I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, go do a real thing. But that's that's work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so there was just something so comforting about waking up at the time that I wanted to um, and then doing a few things and then being like, all right, the rest of the day is mine. That I was like, I haven't felt this in just the the power of a break, man. Yeah. It, it's um, it's unusual. What's your ideal length staycation? I mean, is it infinity years? <laughs> it's live longer than I would have. <laughs> I mean, the week has been has been great. I think mm-hmm. I've learned this too with London. Um, that with a traditional vacation of like leaving, going to another place, especially another country, and you might agree, it it kind of needs to be longer than a week because mm-hmm. you have to account the days of travel, adjusting to the time difference. Um, and and similarly with being home, it's like, oh man, there is a, there is like a day or two of just like your body going like, okay, you aren't, you don't have to get up at six forty five, you know. Yeah. Leah's rolling her eyes. She's like six forty five, <laughs> my fucking ass. Um, the millennial guilt in me says mm-hmm. three days, maybe two and a half, but doing a full week right yeah. now has been like, fuck, this is uh. This is cathartic. Yeah, I agree. It makes me miss like holiday breaks as like a student, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I know we talked about that a few weeks ago of like fourth grade in the summer and just being like, what do I do this month? Yeah. And having no <laughs> agenda. Well, you're saying that you you got you got gifted Luigi's Mansion and you just unlocked Gooigi. I did. Which I, is Goo Luigi. I've been <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I've been playing so many video games. Yeah. Um just majorly sitting on my ass but Mm. the guilt of it kind of went away yesterday which was funny because i think with like the adjusting to the time difference you adjust to your own guilt of a (laughs) of a staycation yeah i had to i felt the guilt for you know the first few days and then, like yesterday, I just had this moment, and I think I had something like this a few months ago, where I just had to kind of like mentally shout affirmations at myself yeah. to kind of shake the guilt out of me mm-hmm. of being like, no, it's fine. You're a human being. You're allowed to have breaks. This is good. Are, are you a person that I feel like I already know the answer to this? So I, I guess I'll rephrase it. Mm-hmm. How, how often are you reassuring yourself? Oh. Not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say <laughs> I ugh, like so infrequently yeah. that it'll be like, 
the the thing that I say to myself the most is like, hey, remember we're on the same team, okay? Like, yeah, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just me playing. I Tetris. talk to myself in that like second person as well. Yeah, where I say yeah. we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real Half Blood Prince kind of. Wait, no, it's a real. Um, it's a real Voldemort Lord and Quirrell. <laughs> it's oh god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they get more the back nerdier. of your head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a real Yugi Moto and Yami Yugi situation. And for the listener who's like, I remember when this used to be a funny show. <laughs> so did we. Actually, we don't. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm trying to do it more. You know, that should be a goal for myself for 2020 is like just finding moments where it's like, yes, um, I am good at this. Or I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I think especially, you know. People who struggle, I think, with, like, anxiety or depression, there's almost a comfort in not doing that. For sure. Um, and it feels very unusual to go out of your way, especially when it doesn't feel warranted, to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I did that yesterday, I think that that helped kind of kick me back into, like, a uh, a sense of comfort and normalcy of, like um, – I think I was able to enjoy the rest of my week in a way that I hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think. Can we say an affirmation in unison? Yes. All right, let's do it. I, I made, made pizza. pizza. That's pretty good. <laughs> Listen up, my <laughs> classroom. <laughs> Every episode sounds like it's recorded on Halloween. (laughs) That's the only voice I can do. Welcome to Lessons Learned, where we tell you the lessons that we've learned through this podcast or this past week, just in our Or this past life. Yo. All right. Lesson learned number one. Sometimes you can have great conversations with your parents because you're trapped in the same room and you're still all awake at 2 a.m. together because of jet lag. And those conversations might be nice and they... Might have only happened because you're trapped together. <laughs> That's oddly beautiful. Yeah. Can you give us a hint? Unless you don't want to. No, it was just like we were in China, and all of us, like inevitably, for the first three nights, were like awake at two a.m. and then we were just talking about stuff, and it was like, it was really nice to talk about like other members of our family with with them, and like yeah, just just our thoughts in general because we were all experiencing this like. Well, we're quote unquote home, but it doesn't feel like home. H- how how is this making yeah. us, you know, react? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say something. I don't know if I regret it or not yet. But I had a similar experience where <laughs> all of my family was talking about one particular person. Was it you? It was not me. Oh but it happened God. so much that I kind of was like, "Can we stop? This feels bad." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, Kevin, I have other lessons. I have one similar to that. Okay. In the realm of planes and transportation, if you notice that you are, and I won't even say flying, uh, if you're going anywhere and you have a frustration with a delay, uh, instead of getting mad at the bus driver, the flight attendant, the pilot, the Uber driver realize there's a good chance it has nothing to do with that person mm-hmm. and channeling your anger at them more often than not is completely useless and you're just 
being a dick. Yeah. That's kind of a fun upbeat uh, lesson <laughs> learned. Um, lesson learned number two. If your family cancels Netflix, have a backup plan because <laughs> you might suddenly end up really missing Netflix. <laughs> and I didn't use it that much. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, you didn't use it that much. <laughs> hypothetical. Hypothetical. Um, and so just have a plan, okay? Yeah. Um, what was my last lesson? Um, oh, spend some money on some nice wooden clothes hangers. Ooh, great tip. They make me very, very happy, yeah. and it's one of the few things that does. So, uh, and I will just say to end the show: whatever you did to my tree is not cool. Go home. I will. All right, man. Uh, well, oh really shook God. out the cobwebs on that episode. Yeah, it was uh, like riding a bike. Yeah. Um. I really like this new system where, like, where when one of us is talking, if we don't, if the other person doesn't like it, we'll just do one of these. We'll drag our thumb across our yeah, necks. Stop which, it. Yeah, like stop I it. Do, or I'll kill well, you. Well, the kind of the issue that we have is I do the cut with my finger, my pointer finger, and index finger, and I pantomime a whole knife. Well, then you do that, or what you also do is uh-huh. you think I'm playing rock paper scissors, and I'll just hit you with a paper. Yes. Yeah. So while we're having a conversation about something else, we are also playing a game of rock paper scissors, which I is fine with me. But I yeah. just made my own set of rules here. Uh-huh. Is it cool if I read them to you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, the first one right here it says, "Secret ending, secret ending, secret, secret ending." ending. <laughs> yes. Hey. Hi, everyone. <laughs> We'd like to thank everyone who is supporting us in the new year. Yeah. On anchor.fm slash maybe down. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hannah B, who has been um, pretty badass, I will say. Uh-huh. She is quick to like on Twitter. Uh-huh. And goddamn, does that always feel good? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you thank very you, much. Hannah. Um, I was gonna say. If you regret it, <laughs> there's still time. Yeah. Uh, there might be like a window of time. Where you can refund without it being an issue. <laughs> yeah. And get your name shouted out. Yeah. Um, but that's Just, that's not uh, yeah. <laughs> what we're here to say. We're here to say you can go to anchor.fm slash maybe don't if you would like to support us in our endeavor of hosting this podcast. Yeah. And for everyone who has been supporting us. Thank you very much. Thank you. And for everyone who hasn't. Again, there's a re- there's probably a refund window if yes. you time it right that you can get your name shouted out and get your money back. And I actually, at first, I didn't like that we were announcing uh, to the listeners how they can cheat the system, but uh-huh. it's pretty cool of us. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Whatever. Don't tell your parents. Yeah, don't tell them. All right, see you next week. <laughs>